I'll let you all in on a little secret. I did not always want to be a cantor. Shocking, I know. I spent most of my teenage and adult life studying music. I began with musical theater and then moved to classical voice, landing myself in the world of opera, where I stayed until my late 20s. Now, don't get me wrong. I grew up as a very involved member of Temple Aliyah in West Hills. My grandparents were founding members and served as part of the Temple lay leadership. I sang in the kids' choir, and as I grew older, often led Friday night and high holy day services as a soloist. I was a fantastic Jew in the pew, but the life of clergy was not for me. I was destined for a job on the stage, or so I thought. What changed for me was my own panim el panim, face-to-face -face moment that happened in a bathroom, of all places, at Wilshire Boulevard Temple almost 10 years ago. My chazan and first cantorial mentor, Mike Stein, had a composition featured in the Max Helfman Composers Concert, which was being held in Pines Auditorium on the Glazer campus, and he wanted me to debut it. After the concert, I was approached by a young woman who introduced herself only as a rabbinical student. While we were waiting in line, she turned and looked deep in my eyes and said, I don't know what you plan on doing in life, but your neshama, your Jewish soul, shines through when you sing. This is your calling. The Jewish people need you. Well, something clicked, and I chose in that brief moment to heed my divine call, and the rest was history. This week, we start the third book of the Torah, Leviticus in the Greek translation, or Vayikra in Hebrew. Now, Vayikra is not an easy section of the Torah to read. It does not contain the absorbing family drama of the book of Genesis or the wondrous miracles of Exodus. Rather, it contains page after page of rather dry descriptions of laws and details of the ancient sacrifices that were offered in the temple in Jerusalem more than 2,000 years ago. And yet, there must be something compelling about this parsha. As the rabbis of the Talmud chose it, Vayikra, bloody sacrifices and all, as the place in which all children should begin their study of Torah. The portion begins, and God called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. So many ancient and modern commentators ask the question, why does the Torah need to say God called when it also says that God spoke to Moses? What does it mean to be called? We tend to take the concept of a vocation, which comes from the Latin for a call, for granted, as if every culture has such an idea. However, it is not the case. The German sociologist Max Weber pointed out that the idea of a vocation, a calling, is essentially a religious conception, that of a task set by God. The idea that God could invite human beings to become God's partners and representatives here on earth was revolutionary. Yet this is what Judaism is about. Our calling as Jews is to become a mamlechet koanim, a kingdom of priests. Vayikra in that one simple word teaches us that hearing the divine call allows us to do the very work that we have been put on this earth to do to show kindness, share love, ease loneliness, heal pain, mend brokenness. Discovering that task and hearing God's call is what gives our life meaning and what gives our life purpose. In the words of the great rabbi, Lord Jonathan Sachs of blessed memory, 
When we see a wrong to be righted, a sickness to be healed, a need to be met, and we feel it speaking to us, this is when we come as close as we can to hearing Vayikra, in hearing God's call. So what's the biggest difference between Moses, the greatest leader of the Jewish people, and you reading this Shabbat message? Moses chose to hear the call. Will you? Shabbat Shalom.